Hello and welcome to another edition of the Time Flies Podcast. I'm your host, Darielle. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you see I have a familiar face. If you're listening to this on any of the podcast streaming platforms, you're going to be able to hear a familiar voice. But I got one half of the BX boys. Unfortunately, the other half, we weren't able to get him on. He's busy. He got a busy schedule. Bum, that's why. He's a bum. <laughs> he's a bum. <laughs> but you know, he's here in spirit. We love him. And we're always going to be thinking about him. <laughs> but yo, my guy, Rainer, what's good, bro? How you been, man? Sorry, yes, sir. What's happening? What's happening? You know, we here. We here. Always looking forward to talking about some music. I'm glad I was able to make time sooner this time, you know, as we shared. I've been hella right. busy. I've been out the state. Facts, facts. Yeah, right now, stuff, you know, figuring things out. So, yeah, right now for the listeners and viewers, I'm in California enjoying a little me time. But um, but yeah, no, um, if you guys watch the Kid Cudi uh, episode or listen to it, you guys heard Rainer's voice and Jeff's voice. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign's joint album, Vultures, Volume 1. And yes, as much as Jeff and I give Rainer a lot of slack, for being a Kanye hater, I'm always gonna. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always gonna respect Rainer's take on his music and music in general. <laughs> so of course I had to get Rainer, the the complete BX boys or one half of the BX boys. I had to get them on the pod to pick his brain and tell me what he thought about the album. But um, before we actually dive into the album, my guy Rainer, I wanted to talk to you about the expectations going into this album because what we've known of Kanye or now known as Ye for the last few years, bro, it's just straight erratic, man. It's just straight erratic, up and down behavior. Um, I can't speak for Jeff, but me personally, like, I'm kind of like, yo, I'm, I'm under the assumption that like, Ye is going to be Ye. Like, yo, one day we're going to hear him on the internet screaming he's going to run for president. The next day we're going to hear him screaming about building a village. The next day we're going to be hearing him scream about another album he's going to be coming out. Like, it's so all over the place <laughs> that yeah. I'm just like, yo, yay is yay. Like, whatever he says, if he's putting out music, cool. I'll listen to it when it drops. But yeah, I'm not going to be like super anticipation on my phone at 11.59 a.m. Thursday night, you know, waiting for it like in the past. Um, so as far as me, my expectations, bro, like I just wanted to see them. I just wanted to see the music drop and then listening to the actual music. I was like, I didn't know where to go because again, going back to the last few years, Jesus is King. You got, uh, I hate being bipolar. Um, you got, um, Donda one and two, like the range, as far as the quality of music is up and down. So I, as far as the quality of music and the expectation, I'm just like, yo, I didn't know what to expect. I was hoping for good music, which is what we got, thankfully, in my opinion. But enough about me. I want to hear your your thoughts about your expectations going into this album. So, yeah, I think very similar to you. Was, I had that that element, too, of like, yo, I just I just want the music to come out. So, yeah, we went through the last couple of years of Kanye, last couple albums of Kanye, going through a lot of different changes, like... We've known Kanye to be Kanye, like you just said. Like, there's nobody ever that we'll probably see or anybody that has been like this person ever before. And that comes with good, bad, and ugly. So, as Dario mentioned, me being a Kanye hater is not true. But <laughs> because I love Drake and they don't, we always get into it. You no, know? see, so now you're saying something wrong. I don't know about Jeff, but me, I don't hate Drake, bro. I just... 
I'm going to critique his music. That's it. I'm not a hater, though. There he goes. Fair, fair. But, you know, we get into our little battles. So that's all. I'm just like, you know, we go call it. We all call it hate for now. Facts, we'll facts, facts. Facts, facts, facts. It's all good. It's um, all good. But, yeah, like, it, it's nice to have, like, those healthy debates about these two artists, you know, who unfortunately have gotten into disagreements and issues with themselves amongst each other amongst friends amongst family right so like it's, he's he's been through a lot the last couple of years and to the point where sometimes like you know you don't even want to hear the music that's what I, that's what i experienced once or twice so i'm just like no, fair. i'm kind of like i don't want to hear the music like i don't know what's finna come out of it i don't know if i even like want to support him those kind of things right so leading up to this one let's talk about Donda one, Donda two, right? Because that's Donda one is the one that I let me know if you agree. Where we're like, okay, Kanye's like really in his music bag again. Yeah, like he's making really good music, and everyone is looking forward to it. He's doing these stadium shows as listening parties without even dropping the album. He's editing the album every time he does a new show. Right, it was right. super sick, super cool, entertaining, and I was tuned in. And if I didn't get to tune in, I was really upset. So. Like, that's how I knew it. I was like, okay, I'm excited. And then um, the album drops. Great album. But just didn't have, like, the longevity and, like, repeat value for me. Like I get what you're saying. I mean, I, we've had this conversation offline. Um, I tend to disagree with you. I still listen to Donda to this day. Like, fully? Um, hell no. That's like, there's like 35 tracks. I can't. So that's what I'm saying. That part. Like, that I can't do. Yeah, like I can't. I, I, can't I can't do that either. But I will put it on and I'll let it ride for like the first eight to ten tracks. Sometimes I skip. Sometimes I put it on and it's like the first, the first uh, ten tracks. And then it might be another day. It might be I start at tr track twelve and I go to track twenty. Another day I start at track eight and I go to track seventeen. Like it's it's such a long album that to me that's how I that's how I still consume it. As far as like his other albums. I can listen to them start to finish, no debate. Like, I can just let it ride. I'm like, yo, today, I'm going to listen to late registration. We started from the top, you know? So for this one, I do the same thing. Like, I go to the song I like. I go to the runs that I like. And that doesn't say that it's a bad album, but it's just like, it takes away from, like, my ability to listen to it fully. Because they're all great songs. There's not... But there's songs that are like repeats that he added little things or different artists, which is still cool. But, you know, it's, it's it kind of makes it difficult to go back to listen to it in full over and over again. Yeah. And no, before you before you uh, move on, I just wanted to add is like, Ye is also doing this like he started with Donda, I believe, where it's like like you said, he drops the album. But then like the days and well, mostly days, not really weeks, the days after dropping the album, he's literally still redefining it he's still adding tweaks he's still adding the baseline he's still like lowering the the slowing the tempo down like shit that's like that people don't really normally do and to me that kind of, that's kind of annoying because like he, he he uploads the album and then he takes it down and then he, he re-uploads it and i'm like i don't know which i don't know which version is the version that you want me to hear oh, yeah <laughs> it's, it's like super annoying and it's actually we'll get to this later but it actually happened with this album it's interesting um, to hear your perspective on that because I kind of like it. I kind of fuck with it because it, it makes me feel like part of the process. Oh. Now, when I don't like it is when I like a different version more than the current oh. one or the next song. I'm like, God damn it, bro. Like, like it happened with Praise God. 
the original one, it didn't have a lot of the elements that the final one has. And that shit was fire. Jesus. And like the, the final one is, I love it too. I still listen to that shit religiously, but there was some in the instrumental, like it was just stripped and the chants and everything. It just sounded like so fire. I would always go back to like YouTube and find that one specifically. Um, That's crazy. So yeah, you go to Donda 2, which I fucking love and it never came out. Like you could only get it on the stem player, right. which I considered getting because I saw people do cool shit on it, but I also wanted the fucking album because Donda 2, he never put it out outside of that. He's like, you want this album? Buy my stem player. And I didn't blame him for that. It was cool. But yeah, I'm like, no, that's another <laughs> innovative. That's another example of his innovative thinking. But I'll be the first to admit, yay, you're not going to be hearing this or watching this. So I could say this, but like, I definitely fucking ripped that shit from the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I took that, that shit, shit. from it. <laughs> I find that shit on SoundCloud. If it gets taken down, I find another one. I'll save it. Because I really like that album. There's songs that I go back to and I want to listen to consistently. My emphasis on how much I like it is what led me, because we're talking about the hype and the buildup, my expectation, is what led me to be excited for this one. Mm. Especially when I heard Ty Dolla Sign all there. I love Ty Dolla Sign. I've loved him since I heard Paranoid. I'm like, nah, this guy's dope. And I heard his first album. Now, the thing that made me really excited and like looking forward to this album is that I will be the first to admit Ty Dolla Sign, his albums don't really have that replay value for me either. Outside of like Beach House 3, which me and you used to work together at that time. We would play that shit all the time. We always talked about it. Yeah, but yeah. then like his other albums, like they have songs and I can listen to them, but it's not one that I'm like, hey, do you like Ty Dolla Sign? No, I haven't listened to this album. Like right, outside right. of Beach House 3, I don't have that. And that was like technically kind of like a mixtape. Um, yeah, that's the that's the that's the shtick that he has is that I mean, one of his albums is called Featuring Ty Dolla Sign because he knows exactly. he knows the whole stigma around him that like he's not really an album artist. He's more of a featured artist. Yeah. But, and actually, like, I love that idea. And that album has some songs that I like. It does. It didn't do what I wanted it to do either. I was just like, damn, like he had a great idea. It's a good album, but it's still not like, you know. Um, yeah. It didn't, it didn't like penetrate the, the culture or whatever. Going into this. It's fucking Kanye West. I'm like, oh, he's gonna bring the best out of this fucking art. He's gonna bring the best out of Ty Dolla Sign, and they have had songs together that I fucking love. Ty Dolla Sign is on Pablo, I think, right? Real Friends, he's on there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kanye has been on his albums, right. and I've liked their music. There was um one that they did a couple of years ago to kind of like reference something that I think we're talking about a little later. It was, uh, what was it? Some Ego ego Death, I think. It was kind of like a club song, which I didn't really fuck with. Ego Trip? No. Some shit like that. It was okay. Ego something. Uh, Murder my ego when you walked away. That joint. I'm like, oh, this shit is high. But I'm like, damn, I kind of expected something big from them. So those are all the little things that like kind of like led me to this album in this moment, like made me really excited. Um, so the Donda 2 effect and then just the hype around my love for Ty Dolla Sign as an artist to see how he delivers with a full album of somebody who knows how to make an album. Right. And it's going to bring the best out of him. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's really talking about this. Any of the media outlets, Apple and the Ebro show, like I haven't really heard about this, but why did he choose Ty Dolla 
Ty Dolla Sign from like his peers in the industry, we've heard from different artists that like Ty Dolla Sign is underrated as far as uh, song creation, as, song, as, as far as songwriting. Like we hear about his abilities, like kind Back of to. behind the scenes. But when Ye announced this collaboration with Ty Dolla Sign Vultures, I was like, yeah, we have some glimpses. We have some examples of them working together. But I feel like we didn't have enough enough examples to really feel like, oh, this maybe could be something. And I'm just I'm just here over I'm still over here like why did he choose Ty Dolla? It, does he just have incredible respect for his penmanship? Does he just have incredible respect for his musicianship that he knows what he's gonna bring to the table and he's like fuck it let's do a joint album? Or was there something else that Ye saw or that Ye knew? that he wanted to do this collaboration album with Ty Dolla. Um, I don't know if I'll ever get the answer to that. I mean, obviously we got the album and I'm so not um, mad about it. I, I, I like the album and I love that we have it as part of our um, just music catalog or whatever. But yeah, I mean, is there anything that you heard? Any, is there anything that you saw on the internet as to why Ye wanted to do this joint album with Ty? So I think you bring up a great point. Like, I don't, don't know. If we will ever know, well, Ye has been doing a couple interviews. I know probably as they start doing like festivals and they probably go on tour now that the album is out, maybe they'll share more about how it came about. But yeah, to your point, they've had records together, but nothing that really led to believe that this would be yeah that came down in the pipeline, right? So, yeah. but also remember last year, or was it last year or the year before, Kanye was going through a lot of stuff. With his family, with his kids, he's all that. Going through a lot of stuff, bro. Yeah, so I don't. He, I think more than ever, he's been very like selective of who he's around, who he works with. Mm. Um, but he's also, if we go back to Donda one, two, even Vultures, he has like a lot of like the younger like trap artists, like the the motherfuckers who are like hot right now. He has a lot of them on there. So, yeah. And I know Ty has like also like a pulse in that realm too, because mm. he's like one of the hottest feature artists, super talented, as you mentioned, his pen. So I don't know, like I've tried to figure it out too, but again, me just being so geeked out about it, I'm just like, oh, oh they could have been in the same elevator and just mm -hmm. been like, oh yo, let's make they could have fallen. They could have been they could have kicked each other. I don't care. <laughs> I was like, yo, let's go. I'm hyped. I'm hyped, but I do hope that we find out like what led to it, and I'm sure Kanye will share some of that too as well. Hopefully, and the only, the only other thing that I can compare it to is the his his joint album with uh, Cuddy and the joint album with uh, Jay Watch the Throne. But the reason why this is kind of different from those two is because we knew the relationship that Cuddy and Ye had since inception. Same thing with Jay Z, you know, and ever since. We knew about Ye's admiration, admiration for Jay-Z. And I think he's always said that his dream would his dream would be to have an album with Jay-Z. So we knew that that was out in the atmosphere and they're like, hmm, maybe it's a possibility down the road. So we knew yeah. that. And same thing with Cuddy. Cuddy since since inception, Ye and Cuddy's relationship, even albeit it's been up and down, but as far as musically, you can see the inspiration from each other. 808s and Heartbreaks is Pretty, it's kind of a Cuddy album with his um, influence on that album. And Kanye and a lot of his albums, he always has Cuddy on it, with, whether it be just vocals 
or if he has an actual verse from him. Like, you see the relationship with Ye and Cuddy. You see the relationship with Jay and Kanye. But this is just like, yeah, it's just like kind of came out of nowhere. And that's why I'm just like, fuck, I really want to know um, how this came to be about. I want to actually dive into the album, finally. Um, oh. I want to dive into the first track. We're, we're going to go track by track just to give our thoughts. But the first track, Stars, it's just like, to me, it's just like the, the tone of the album and how what we're going to be able to hear. A little interesting tidbit that I saw, I went through the credits for this album and for this podcast. Okay. I don't know if you saw, but Quentin Miller is a co-writer on this. Oh, yeah? I know yeah. Um, there was like a lot of talk about Kanye working with him. And I think, I think even in the Donda files or something like that, he might have been involved in that too. So I didn't know he was on this though. Yo, it's just like he can never get away from Drake, bro. There's always got to be you, some little thing about that? <laughs> to link each other, bro. Well, okay, first of all, yay, we've known yay to give um, writing credits to people that like that inspire him that like aren't even artists. There's that story of being, I believe it was in Hawaii with the, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy sessions where they were in the studio session and there was somebody there with leather pants, which led yay to write one of the lines on, I think it was Mercy or something. And he gave that person credits, the writing credits on the album. So having said all that, Quinn Miller, uh, I don't know. Like maybe he actually really did help Ye write this. And if that's true, kind of sucks. But I'm still writing for Ye. Uh, <laughs> I'm still going to be writing for Ye over Drake. What about you? How does that make you feel? I mean, first things first, um, I do like Quentin Miller as an artist myself. Like I have some of his music. I think he's, he's dope. Nice. Uh, he was somebody that I was like, yo, let me listen to his stuff. Um, if he's like, Drake worked with him and things like that. His name is being thrown around. I was like, I also, as an artist, I'm like, that kind of sucks to like kind of get potentially shadow banned like that. So I was like, no, nah, let me check his stuff out, you know, just yeah. like support the guy. So um, I do like him as an artist. I love what he did with Drake. If you're reading this, it's too late. You know, I vouch for that album mixtape a lot. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that he was on this, but I did hear those rumors. Mm. Um, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool to see him still working with these major artists. When you have talent, you're going to ride the wave, bro. You're going to be there <laughs> you're gonna be around for a while. What, what'd you think of the, what'd you think of the song? Oh, stars. I like it. Same. Exactly what you said. Sets the tone. Doesn't give you, it's not in your face a lot. It's like a buildup leading yeah. into the next song, things like that. But yeah, I love it. Um, I've been trying to go back to a little bit more. Yeah. As I have my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Those, which are a lot. Um, but I do and have already several times played it from start to bottom. So okay. Stars every time I play it. I haven't played it on the home pods yet. So Oh, that's the real test, that. yo. Yeah, I've done it on my JBL, but not my home pods yet in my room. So <laughs> all right. Um, we got keys to my life. Um, the, going through the credits, nothing really stood out to me. The only thing that really stood out to me is that Timbaland is a co-producer on it. Um, mm -hmm. Timbaland, we know, is a he's one of the producer goats. He's definitely on the Mount Rushmore. High dollar sign, when he comes onto the track, pause, dog, he is, his oh. voice just floating, <laughs> dog. Floating, so. Cold, bro. But I just think placement mm. kind of hurts it for me. After Stars, 
and we'll get to more of the songs. I don't know exactly what I probably would have put after it, but for some reason, when I'm playing stars and it goes into this, it's like I got to do a 180 kind of. So that kind of takes me away. But I do like the song. It's a great oh, song. Okay. After that, we got paid. This is kind of their like EDM joint, and it's like what? What's the lyrics? It's time to get paid, or it's Friday night, and it's what is this? Is it something like that? Something to get paid. paid. Going through the credits, bro. They're like, yo, they sampled Jodeci's Get On Up. And when I heard it, when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I didn't hear it. To me, to me personally, I just didn't hear it the first time I heard it. I wonder if I caught that too. But I did notice like little elements of other songs in there too. Like it had the it had that oh, yeah, shit on yeah. all right. That shit is fire, bro. <laughs> That shit was fire, but I do like paid a lot. Ty Dollar Sign floated on there. As far as like the EDM Ty Dollar, I'm cool. I'm like, yeah. Well, I, I like to see what you're able to bring to the table, but let's keep let's keep it hip hop for me. <laughs> yeah, he he's he's good on them. Yeah, it's not like his peak, but this is one of the ones. Like we were talking about the ego song. I'm just like, ah, it's a cool song, but this one I fuck with heavy. I like this one a lot. Like I play this one often. Kanye's verses like. <laughs> he's showing up he's showing up from the beginning of the album and i'm like okay okay so that's interesting because um from the from the few reviews that i've seen from the media outlets that i listen to one yeah. of the th- one of the gripes that they have is kanye's uh rapping on this album it's interesting because i just feel like yay lately is with donda and donda too i don't me personally, I don't think I'm looking towards Ye's rapping skills, his rapping ability. I'm more look, I'm more so looking forward. What kind of like creation is he making musically? What kind of world is he making? And I get the, I get, I got the same sense in this album. My expectation was a little bit like I just want to hear the type of music he's making. I want to feel, I want to see what type of sounds he's like into now nowadays. But again, the media outlets they were saying that like his rapping is like eh, it's kind of not great. But I'm like, when we're besides maybe the early years of Ye, when were we when were we really looking towards Ye for like rapping ability and rapping um talent? Um so yeah, that just that just catches me. Uh that caught me by surprise when you said that because of what I've been what I've been hearing a lot of. Yeah, before we move on to the next song, you mentioned something about how like there's still songs that he couldn't put on this one that he wanted to because of uh sample clearances. Um one of the ones was the Backstreet Boys uh sample. Uh, song, dog. I still haven't heard it, bro. Song? I haven't heard. I haven't heard it because I think you, you and Jeff, you put it in the group chat, and my dumbass was like, "Yo, I want. I'm gonna wait until the album comes." Oh no, we were putting, we were putting back to me. Oh, okay, okay, we okay, put okay. it back to me. Back to me was the one. I was like, "Nah, this is fucking insane. This song is crazy, bro." Facts. But my boy, Facts. one of my boys that I live with, shout out Malk. He loves everybody, so. He was playing the, the fucking uh, rip versions from the live events. Mm. So I heard it in the crib because he was playing it. Because I was trying to wait it out, too. Because I'm like, fucking love the Backstreet Boys. Kanye sample them. That's fucking sick. Um, but I wanted to wait to hear the full finished version. Because as we mentioned, he's be, he'll like play it at the event. But he's still kind of working on it. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, that song is going to be special. I want to hear like the... But he would play it at the crib. And it was cool. So... But yes, not on there. It's not on. It's not on the album. And that was gonna be the, the the first song, like same the first single, if you will. No, like on the track list that he would put out, everybody was first. Oh, really? 
I think that's how he's gonna start that album. <laughs> Wait, how do you know that? Um, you know how Kanye usually when he's doing an album, he'll share the track list with like the internet, like handwritten track list. He, I think he's been doing it since Pablo. Uh, okay. He did that for Vultures as well. Mm, okay, and everybody was uh was at the top. First song, yeah. Speaking of uh, sample clearances, so I'm, I briefly mentioned at the top of this podcast that Ye actually had to take this album down, um, and we'll get to the song later, but briefly to talk about it, um, Good Don't Die, which is the, I don't know, it's probably like the fourth to last song, um, he had to take it down because he didn't get the sample clearance from, damn it, I forgot her name. So Donna um, Summers. Donna Summers. Thank you, my guy, Rainer. Going back to the track listing. So after paid, we got uh, talking. Um, listen, man. If North doesn't get the fuck off this track, bro. Fucking facts, bro. Get, get the, the fuck. fuck. <laughs> Yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm not trying to hear you, North. And what the hell is this thing about putting your kids on albums now? Like, bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. At least, and I'm not trying to look like I'm defending Drake here. I'm not putting on my Drake cape. Oh my God. I know you're going to say but He did it at the end of the song. It was like a little 20 seconds. And then he put out Adonis' song separately. Like, if you wanted to listen to it, you want, but this is like part of the fucking song and album. Like, yeah. legit. Like, this is the first fucking two minutes of the song is North. Get that shit the fuck out of here, bro. Facts. <laughs> yo, and I was thinking, it's like, yo, you think he just did this because Ye did it with Adonis? I don't know. I hate to be that like no. simple minded, but like their beef is Man. so petty that I think that I think Ye might have done this because he Drake did it with Adonis. I, I'm with you, but I, I'm trying not to like say that he did because I don't know. Of course. But like, what other reason do we have? Like, it's not like I'm sure North has been around him making music for a while. Right. But like now, like the thing that I do give him now, North is very much her own person. Facts. Like Facts. internet loved we've we've loved North since she was a little kid though. She always did a little funny shit and her outfits were cool. But like now she's like on TikTok. She's like she makes she gets at her mom and shit. That shit goes viral. And it's just like she's at the shows with him and shit like that. So like I feel like that might have been a part of him being like, you know what? Let me put her on there. But I can't help but also think the same thing you're thinking. Like you're Drake being mad hate. political, dog. <laughs> you're being so political, dog. I'm Drake gonna keep it a Yeah. Inspired that shit, bro. I'm gonna keep it a stack. I'm a realist. I think he did it because of Drake. And that's so fucking stupid. <laughs> we both we both want North to get the fuck out of here. But since this <laughs> since, since this episode, we're talking about the album and we're talking about the music that we heard, and North is in this album. I do want to ask you. You think she was spinning some hot fire? What? Get <laughs> shit the fuck out of here, bro. Mrs. <laughs> Westy. Uh, it's like, oh, you're cute, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, cause like they catch me at the right spot and play that shit, I'm gonna be in that bitch like this, Miss West. <laughs> it's so bestie. Don't try to test me. I'm gonna be in that, <laughs> bro. Cause you, I can picture it like he fucking brings her out at one of the shows, and the whole. Her lyrics are so simple that, yo, everybody's going to be singing that shit, bro. Yeah. And this is going to be such a huge moment. So, like, that's the shit that I'm like, I can't hate on it too much because I know he's going to do this shit right and it's going to pop off. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you had a good point about that. Um, All in all, get that shit the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, the second part of the song with Ty Dollar was fire, though. He's talking about his daughter and shit like that. I know they got the video. That was yeah, pretty sweet. 
I haven't peeped it yet. I gotta watch it. Um, I saw like clips of it, so I as well gotta watch the full video. Um, yeah. So you mentioned the second half of the song. Ty Dolla is on it. Um, I was go again going through the credits. James Blake is a co-producer on this. James Blake oh, is a fucking uh, legend musically. Um, that makes so much sense. I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, are you good? I love the sample on the beginning of the song, and that sounds very so James Blake ish. I like James Blake music, um, but I'll be lying. I'll be sitting here lying to you if I say that, like, I know a lot of his catalog. Um, mm. I, I don't really know a lot of his catalog. Um, and yeah, I just I need to I need to do a little bit of a deep dive. Yeah, I mean, there's only like really one album of his that I love. But there's a couple songs that I really like of his. Um, every time he drops, like, I'll definitely download it as a matter of when I get to his music. But yeah, I, I feel like he has like on. a. I feel like he has like a mini internet culture. Like when he does stuff and when he drops, it's like, oh, okay, it's it's something. Yeah, bro, he got you know? yeah. He's talented, man. He's super talented. I didn't I didn't know he was co-producer on that. That's fire. Okay, so moving on after talking, we got uh back to me, uh featuring uh Freddie uh Freddie Gibbs, um eighty eight keys and Mike Dean co-produced. Um, I'm gonna let you go. Go ahead, bro. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Absolutely <laughs> murdered, dog. Freddie Gibbs murdered his verse. His verse. Kidding me, bro. <laughs> bro, when I heard that shit, I was like, what the fuck? That fucking B88 key, bro. Oh my god, bro. That's why, that's why I'm like, yo, me and Jeffrey were like, son, you gotta listen to this, bro. And you're like, yo, I'm not listening to it yet. I'm like, yo, you have to, bro. You have to <laughs> listen. Yo, that instrumental was insane. The little like chopped up sample or like vocal that they had on there leading into Ty Dollar just fucking, bro. Yeah. Oh, man, bro. And then I don't know if you know this about me, but over the last like since. COVID hit, like, I really got into Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. He's one of my favorite rappers, like, that I'm actively listening to. So, when I'm watching the little fucking clip, first of all, when I heard this song, I have fallen asleep, and I missed the event. I was a long day at work, and I fell asleep early, maybe, like, 8 o'clock that day, bro. And I, yeah, woke up like at, I woke up, like, at 2, 3, maybe 4 in the morning, bro. And I just went on Twitter, because I'm awake. And they're like, yo, back to me, saying, I was like, oh shit, let me see what this thing is. I got up so fast, bro. I was like, nah, where am I? Bro, I was like, nah, this is fucking fire. And then I see Freddie Gibbs in the back, and I'm like, oh, Freddie's on the album. And he was on that song, and he went crazy, bro. Yeah, <laughs> he went nuts. Dog, when his verse started, like, I'm listening to it, and I'm listening to the beat, I'm like, yo, this is fire. This is fire. And then, like, as time is going on, I'm like, damn, how long has it been? But I don't care. This shit is still fire. <laughs> and, I'm, and then, like, even more time goes on. I'm like, god damn, he's still rapping? And he's, oh, oh. shit. It's, like, that's, that's how it was for me. It was just like, it was like, I'm listening to it. And then I kind of, like, zone out. And then when I zone back in, I'm like, oh, shit, he's still going. And then oh. I zone out. And then I zone back in. And I'm like, fuck, he's still going. This shit is, yeah, that's how it was for me. He was going, bro. It, it, and I think the reason this song is, like, <sighs> I can't even like really describe it. It's like part of like what you're saying there about right? Like there's a lot of songs that we all like gravitate to in music. And it's just like, oh, this song is so good. Like, and it's like, you can't really explain it. It's just like a feeling. Mm -hmm. But also sometimes you, a lot of those songs are just like so short. But this one is like the perfect length where you're like, pause, where you're like, yo, <laughs> it's not a short song. Like it ended and I'm okay running it back 
like i don't it didn't need to be a longer song like it had a perfect beat perfect hook perfect verses even the second one like at first i'm like oh i hope he changes that but you just you just catch it you just find yourself fucking singing that shit or like saying in your head all day i fucking love james silent bob so that was just mad cool there's one line that i do got to keep it a stack it's just it's super small i mean yeah the rest of the verse is legendary but he goes uh uh, suck my dick for the interview ahead of Toriel. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I see what you did there, but like, you could have been a little better. But that was fucking, funny to me. Uh, the Elon line that Freddie Gibbs hit was hard. Just turn, just turn the bird bitch to my ex like I was Elon. Yeah, I'm yeah, that was, that was dope. <laughs> I'm yeah, that was dope. Yeah, no, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. This is one of the better songs on the album. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I listened to it on the first time listening to the album and it was within the sequencing of the album. Um, as far as where it was placed, like I didn't mind it. Um, honestly, the only thing that I took away from it is like Freddie Gibbs is super underrated. And you, right now, when you were talking about when you first fell in love with Freddie Gibbs was, was around the time uh, COVID happened. And I believe that was the time he dropped Bandana or, or it was like yep. a year prior, like right? All I want to say is Bandana is one of the best mixtapes that has come out within the past five years. And it's definitely Bandana. like top five, if not top three. That's how good of a mixtape that is. Bandana is the one with like he has like a the bunch of animals facing the sun or something like that. Yep, that's a uh, Madlib. Okay, Madlib. There you go. And that that mixtape put me onto Madlib. And then I was like, Yo, what the fuck? That that mixtape itself, it was like it made me a fan of Freddie Gibbs. It made me look at him differently. And yeah, every time I see Freddie Gibbs featured or a song that he drops, now I check out for it based off that mixtape. But yeah, going back to his like underrated, I do feel like I do feel like what Freddie Gibbs is um, a lot of like the outside noise is kind of hindering his yeah. um, his acceptance of his rapping ability. And to be a little bit more specific, lately he's been in this like little squabble or whatever the fuck it is with Benny the Butcher, where yeah. uh, Freddie Gibbs' ex-wife is hanging out with Benny Butcher, and like there's that thing that it might actually become into something serious. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't, you know, we don't, obviously we don't want to see anything like that. We, if there's beef, we just want to see hip hop beef, nothing, nobody get hurt. Um, Both artists too, man. Both artists are super talented and amazing. So facts. I hate to see anything happen to either one of them. A hundred percent. Let's keep it just music, fellas. But yeah, Freddie Gibbs, yo, like he just stole, he stole the show, bro. He stole the show. I have nothing bad to say. Song is amazing. His rapping ability is amazing. And yeah, I got nothing, bro. Song is yeah, amazing. Man. He's He's dope. So obviously it's safe to say it's one of your favorite songs. Yeah, for Definitely. sure. Is it the favorite song? So is it the favorite song? With without talking I'm, about the other songs so far, like I'm I'm having a a little debate with myself about that one. But Ooh, I think it is. But as I listen to it, the album more, I'm like, ah, this one is so the answer is yes, but there's others that are like creeping up. But by mm. far, because I always say this, there's what you remove what you think about it, like what's the best and what is your favorite. So mm. there's always, but I think true might be the best song on the album. Like I don't think most people okay. can argue that. Maybe people nitpick the second Kanye verse and like yeah. take that away from the song. But I fuck with it, man. It's, like I said, it's a lot. You catch yourself saying that shit. It's fun. It's fun, man. But <laughs> what, what what about you? Do you think it's up there? Uh, as far as my favorite, uh, definitely up there. As far as the best song, um, it's up there, but I, I got, I got one more song above it. We'll get to All it right. later, but yeah, I got, 
I got one song definitely above it, maybe two, but um, we'll get to it when we get to the songs. So after Back to Me, then we got Hood Rat, um, produced by 88 Keys. Ah, I'm okay. Um, I don't know. That, the whole, the way the song is, like, Hood Rat, Hood Rat, yeah. Hood Rat. <laughs> I kind of, I don't know, I kind of tuned it out. It's something about it that I didn't like. And it's not a bad song. It's just one of the songs that I'm just like, once I get a little bit more acquainted with this album, is it going to be a song that I skip over? Yes. Hmm. But as far as right now, as I'm still trying to get acquainted with this album and just develop my feelings towards it, I'm going to listen to it. But yeah, I could see myself skipping over it in the future. That's I'll me. fuck with her, right? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> yeah, every time like I've talked about the album, I mentioned Hood Rat because I'm like, because I know a lot of people are not going to fuck with it, but I'm like, yo, let's do it again, yo. Because the way Ty Dolla Sign comes on, bitch, was fire. The Hood Rat does kind of get like annoying at that first. It fucks me up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but like, the more I listen to it, it's the same. Like, I just catch myself saying it. I just, Hood Rat, Hood Rat, Hood Rat. Then the beat comes in and it just hits, bro. That shit hits. And then Kanye, yeah. like, kind of singing on there, but when. It's Todd Dollar Sign for me and the beat. The beat is good. If you remove the sample too, like just like not including the hood rap part, the beat is really good. I like it. Um, and it blends well with Back to Me, like the instrumentals. Like they, mm. they're very similar in like style. Mm, and I think okay. you mentioned 88 Keys that was on both of them. So yeah, similar style. So it was a good like back to back to do there. But yeah, I just love, love, love Todd Dollar Sign on this. Okay, so after Hood Rat, we got to uh, do it. And it's featuring YG. So that's one thing I want to mention about this album. Some of the features, I don't mm. know who the fuck is on there, man, because some of these <laughs> fucking sound the same. <laughs> Facts. With some opening words from the late great Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P. Yeah, man. I like YG. I don't know. I just I can never really get into him as an artist, bro. Pause. Like uh, his music, I just it's not bad music. I just it's I'm just not uh it's not for me. Um, and then when I heard him on this album, it's not that I tuned him out. But it just didn't do anything for me. It didn't like levitate the the um just how good the song was to me. Yeah, so that's 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 kind of what I had for it. I didn't really have anything else about do it. Um, I know his maybe first two albums or his first album specifically, people really really loved. I think that's the one where he had the the mugshot or something like that. Mm, My crazy life, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Like people are like, yo, this shit is fire. And I don't think I ever fully listened to it, but I like YG. Um. But similar feeling, um, he didn't really elevate the song for me. I think what really did it was the the juvenile sample that added to the song. That shit was crazy. It would have been insane if he had Lil Wayne on that because he's apparently Lil Wayne is on one of the Vultures albums. But I'm like, if he had him on that, that would have been just mad cool to see him like do what he does now on that same beat. Right. Which is very rare too. I think... Tory Lanez might be one of the only people who does that. Like when he samples on his chick saves, he'll bring the artist onto the song, which is super cool. But that would have been cool to see. Um, Ty Dolla Sign was great on the hook. He does what he does. But yeah, it's a calm song. It's one of the songs I listen to consistently, but I don't have like super high praise for it. Yeah. Um, yo, how, how, do you, how do you know about all these like rumored uh, features on these Vultures albums? Is there something that you saw on the internet or... Yeah, like, I'll, I'll share some of the pages with you. I'll follow, like, some of the Kanye, like, fan pages on Twitter. Okay, okay, okay. And those fuckers be knowing they shit, bro. I don't know where they get they shit from, but... No, yeah, facts. But they be knowing they shit, because they, like... You know those 
like some of the NBA pages, same thing. Like they dedicate, that's their work. They get paid yeah. from the websites. They get paid from like, so like they do a lot of research and shit. So shit is yeah. out there. Somewhere. But that one is like, I think as of yesterday, the Lil Wayne shit was like all over my feed. Because oh, Kanye himself confirmed it. That one specifically, he mentioned Lil Wayne was on it on a long ass caption. All right. And the next song, we got Paperwork featuring Quavo. I'm, I like it. It's cool. It's not a bad song, but Quavo, the Migos, Take Off. Um, R.I.P. Take, man. R.I.P. Take. R.I.P. Take. I, I was never really checking for their music when they were the Migos or um, as he went solo. Um, I do like what Quavo, I like his artistry. I know what he has contributed to the culture of hip hop and hip hop in general. But yeah, the song is cool, but it's just like, I don't really have a lot to say. It's just, it's just cool. It, it reminds me of uh, one of the songs kind of on his album with uh, with Takeoff when you build for Infinity Links, Fire Album, if you haven't listened to it. Mm. It kind of reminds me of a song on there. Just like the vibe. So, but agreed. Simple song, nothing crazy. Quavo's one of those artists that like when he's on a feature, you you kind of like, or me at least, I expect it to be like a big thing, mm. which I try not to do. We talk about this often. Like we talked about it with Echoes. With Beyonce's feature, we talked about it. I think for some of the features on Cuddy's album, where yeah. we like have that expectations because they're two massive artists. But Quavo's one of them that I kind of do do that for because he's not like gonna do the craziest thing on there, like that's gonna change anything. But he just delivers. Quavo's just like like you said, like he brings a lot to to music. He's one of the Migos who changed the music industry. So that's a fact. Yeah. So like he's one of the ones, and I'm a big, big Migos fan. So he's one of the ones that I'm like, all right, Quavo's on this. All right, check it out. This is I'm I'm gonna prove to you how much like I didn't really check for Migos. So I had that album on my phone, downloaded, and I still haven't listened to it to this day, bro. <laughs> I just haven't listened to it. It's just like I I, I listen to old hip hop. I just I want to listen to I listen to anything hip hop. I want to see if it's good, if I like it. But again, it's just like Quavo takeoff. Offset is just something that doesn't like call my attention. And if I listen to it, I listen to it. But I don't think I'm ever gonna like be checking for it. Like we talk, I was just talking about Freddie Gibbs over the last couple of years, one of my favorite rappers. That was takeoff for me too. Mm. Uh it's like I never heard anybody rap like him, the way he created flows. And then like when you listen to like some of his bars, like he was actually saying some like sick shit. So he was like definitely like honestly in my top five, like favorite rappers of the last couple years since I really got into the Migos. That album, like, I was really excited for. Although it wasn't a Migos album, I was like, oh, I'll get, like, Takeoff gets to really get on every song. Because there were songs that, like, he wouldn't get on sometimes and shit like that, but, like, yeah, so that album I was really looking forward to, but... Okay, so then the song after that, we got Burn. Um, we got no features on this song. It's just getting Ty Dollar. I like Burn. Burn is, uh, is one that I wasn't expecting this type of song on this album especially after the two that we just got on there right. uh we do it in paperwork those were very similar songs kind of like uh club strip club type joint but this one is more like kanye sample early days type shit where kanye's just rapping and then you got ty dollar song on there i do like the song um i like the beat again too it gives me that 88 keys type vibe yeah, no, um the as far as the as far as the credits, no 88 keys, no James Blake. It was just uh Ye and I think some other producers that um I didn't really know about. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I fuck with this song. It has. I'm looking at credits too. Um, Leon Thomas is on there. You know who that is? That fucking that name sounded familiar. Um. So he recently like was popping off a lot too because he wrote "Snooze" for SZA. Okay. And he was on Nickelodeon on the show Victorious. That was okay. the kid, the, the black kid with the braids. Okay. That's Leon Thomas. So like oh. he's been writing in the music industry a lot. Oh shit. Um, you know Ariana Grande came from that show as well. So like it was cool to see that those two kids were like really into music and they were highlighted in that show a lot. And to see like where they got to now and for him to be on these types of songs and get his credit, super cool. So after Burn, we got uh, Fuck Some featuring Playboy Cardi and a frequent collaborator of Ye, Travis Scott. Uh, co-produced by Timbaland, by the way. Gotta give him a nice little shout out. Um, I see you shaking your head. Go ahead. Talk to me. In a good way. This oh, shit man. is fucking fire. It's crazy. This shit is fire, bro. This shit is crazy. This shit is crazy, yeah. It just like keeps like... It builds up as the song goes, like more and more. When you think it peaked, it just keeps going. It gives you more. This shit is fire, bro. The verses were insane. Facts. The little weird voices, everything was fucking hitting on this song, bro. I kind of wanted to. I kind of wanted to ask you about the whole like. I feel it seems like Playboy Cardi and Gay they've gotten closer, and mm -hmm. definitely like as of recently, that's something that I've noticed that like Playboy Cardi is just around more. As far as Playboy Cardi's influences, I think you and I, we can say that Cuddy was definitely one. Um, I don't know, somebody else um, that I can't think of right now. But would yeah. you would you put Ye in that? Ye maybe influenced Cardi? Or do you think Cardi is having more of an influence on Ye nowadays? I mean, both things could be true. I don't... I'm not a big fan of Playboy Cardi. I'm starting to fuck with him more as I hear him on these Kanye songs. Cause I'm like, oh shit, like he is kind of dope on some of these shits. But like <laughs> to do like a full song of his or a full album, I can't. But like when he's on a song and he does what he does, I fuck with it. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like as you mentioned, he mentioned it, like Cuddy. Cuddy's been fucking with him lately too. Um, but it's cool to see Kanye like stay in touch, especially recently with like the young folks. And Cardi has like a huge following, bro. Facts. Like, kids fucking love Cardi like how we fucking loved... Well, I'm not going to say this artist because you ain't like, you don't really fuck with him. Uh, I was going to say 50. But that's probably <laughs> even a stretch. But, like, he has a huge fan base, bro. Like... Yeah. No, he has, a, he, has a, yeah, he has a following. He has a and following. And it's like... It's interesting, too, though, because... I'm going to bring up my son, Yeet. I love Yeet's music. And he has like a very similar type following. Like it's people that are gonna they fuck with his shit. They're like, oh my god, this shit, yo, new new Cardi dropped. Like, yo, new Yeet dropped. And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to that Yeet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so like he 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 has pull and like he has some sort of element that people really like. So I'll never take that from him. Like, you know, like Kanye has him on several songs. He's been bringing him to his shows, he's been putting him on the stage with him type shit. So he was there with uh when they they did the Donda Two live uh, event. He was on one of the songs and he was uh performing with Ye. I feel <laughs> like Playboy Cardi, you can kind of put him in the same category as Young Thug, where they're bringing something completely different to the rap game, hip hop, rap game and hip hop, where it's something yeah. that people didn't really think about the way they use it, the way they use their voices, how they use it, uh, when they use it, and again, just like Young Thug, how it took me a little bit of time to warm up to him. 
Same thing with Playboy Cardi. It was like, at first, I was like, what the fuck is this baby making noise? Like, literally, <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? How is this contributing to the songs or whatever? And then as time went on, as I, as I grew a little bit more accustomed to his uh, catalog, I'm like, fuck, like, damn, I see it. I see it. I hear it. it goes. <laughs> no, it goes. And yeah, Playboy Cardi on this song specifically, like, dog, him and Travis, like, that's, that's something else, too. A pa- those two pairings on this song with Ye and Ty Dolla. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That shit was wicked, bro. And I want to like really quick go back to your comparison to Young Thug. Yeah, yeah. Great, perfect example. And also, I fucking thought it was Young Thug at first. Wow. When I was playing the song, because I didn't like the features weren't on there and shit. I didn't really look, right, right. look them up because I wanted to get that element of surprise. And that's yeah. like earlier in the pod. I'm like, there's some features I don't know who's who because some of them sound alike. So I low key thought it was Young Thug for a while. As I'm listening to the song, because it's one of the ones that I kept going back to when I first heard it. And I'm like, yo, see, I young thug, but like, but there was something that was telling me it wasn't. Mm. So that's all I'm like, I've never confirmed it until low key right now. To your point, him and Travis on this shit with Ty Dollar just singing on there and Kanye and then Timland on the production too, the drums. So far, right now, I only got two, as far as favorites, I got Back to Me and I got uh, Fuck Some. Um, but there's another song that's going to be coming up. That is my ultimate favorite. I think I think it's, I think you I think you know what it is. Um, I think we talked about it on the group chat. Um, after Fuck Song, we have Vultures featuring uh, Lil Durk and Bump J. I wish I wish I was a little bit more familiar with Lil Durk. Like I obviously I know that he's one of the premier artists in the rap game right now, but I don't I don't really check for him. There, a lot of this is make is now that I'm hearing myself out loud, I, I'm kind of sounding like just. I'm old and I'm getting older, <laughs> you know, I'm just getting older. But yeah, I mean, Lil Durk, I'm not too familiar with his just work. Um, I like it. I like the way he sounds on this on this song. I like the I like how Ye incorporated him into this song. I'm kind of on the opposite side of that, because remember, originally it was just Bump Johnson, Ty and Ye. They added Dirk later. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I guess it's, it's his like old to Chicago shit. You know, it's the title song of the album. It's the group's name, I'm assuming. I talked to y'all when y'all put it in the chat. I really didn't really like the first portion of the song. So for them to add another portion to that half of the song, and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm just waiting for Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign to come on. I was like, ah. The addition of Dirk didn't really do anything for me. Bump Johnson is like a legend. I've known of him for years. Um, his verse wasn't that good, but it was, it was, it fit in. This was like, they put this song out a long time ago. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, like in October, November, bro. This shit's been out for a minute. Yeah, this one's been out for a minute. Yeah, this song is. Yeah. This is like, if anything, you could say this was a single. Um, yeah, it was for sure. It's a cool song. I listen to it. Like, I let it ride. I don't skip it or nothing. Sometimes, I'll be honest. Sometimes I just fast forward to like the middle of the song, but <laughs> there's times where I just like play it in full. After Vultures, we got the. Fucking yo, this is it, dog. This is it, bro. This is it, bro. <laughs> yo, yeah, you put it in the group chat. You were like, yo, carnival. And when, when you when you put that in the group chat, I still haven't listened to it. So like I was like, I had my ear to carnival. I'm like, all right, bet. Carnival is towards <laughs> the back. Yeah, I'm like, carnival towards the back half of the album. It's like, all right, bet, I'll get to it when I get to it. Dog, when that shit came on, bro. I felt like I was in a fucking movie, bro. That's how fucking like cinematic it felt, bro. Oh my god. 
I don't I don't want to say I don't want to sound like I'm a prisoner of the moment, but as far as the music that Ye did, the creation of this song and how it sounds musically, dog, this is this might be one of his better songs that I've ever heard from him, bro. Bro, I, the album he dropped it like at five in the morning, Saturday, right. and I was going into work for early shift, so I was going into work for like a seven a.m. So like I saw it dropped, I downloaded it, and first thing I did was go to back to me. I was like, all right, we out. <laughs> but then I just like I was letting it ride out, and this shit came on, bro. And it was like one of those like you get uncomfortable. Cause you're like, what the fuck is like, what is this? Like, wh what's happening right now? And to your point, like, fucking cinematic, like we just mentioned, like stadium, bro, stadium. My boy, in the chat that we were talking yesterday, the song that we were talking about for ten minutes was fucking carnival. I knew, I knew it was gonna be carnival. <laughs> I knew you were gonna be talking about carnival. It was fucking carnival, bro. And he's just like, yo, I need to hear this in the UK, in a fucking <laughs> football arena, bro. Because nice. that's what it is, bro. And. You've seen the little clips of the fuckers like singing the chants in the studio. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually like a fan club, like of motherfuckers, like in there doing these chants, bro. And it's so fucking fire. That's why like, it's so like unorthodox, but it makes sense because it's like that's what they do. One, <laughs> yeah, their unit. They're in there recording, but like to put this shit on a on a hip hop song and then with Rich the Kid. <laughs> yeah, that was like what the party, yo, bro. That, that that reached the kid future. I was like, wow, what? Like that yo, caught me completely off guard. I, I don't know how you feel about Rich the Kid. I like Rich the Kid. For him to show up on a song like this, that you're like, you feel this way about, like it shows, like yo, this song is just like, you couldn't do any wrong on this song, bro. Because <laughs> he picked two of the artists that you either like don't fuck with at all. Or you don't check for it at all, but you know people like them. And then he's on there just spitting his shit, Kanye. <laughs> That's such, it was such an interesting choice with Rich the Kid. It's like we never really heard any sort of like relationship between Ye and Rich the Kid. This song reminds me of a point that you made earlier, I believe, with Back to Me. You said that with Back to Me, you're listening to the song and you feel like you, re you reached a certain peak, but then it just elevates to another peak. And like that is the perfect way to to explain this song. This song is just like, like you already feel like you're like, okay, this can't get any like crazier. This can't get this can't get any more <laughs> cinematic. And then fucking the next level of chance come in. Then it's yeah. like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> and it just it flows seamlessly. And I'm just like, yo, this is fucking a masterpiece, bro. That shit is insane, bro. That shit is insane. This song was a masterpiece to me. This song, I'm going to be fucking playing it forever, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of my favorite Kanye songs ever. Ty Dolla Sign on there with the, one of my favorite songs in the last 10, 15, 20 years, bro. That is like one of my, like, I don't even want to call it a guilty pleasure because it was a massive hit. Fucking Racks on Racks. Rags on rags on rags. I, I see. I love that song. And Ty Dolla Sign using the flow for his verse on this. That shit just hit for me, bro. <laughs> Wait, what? How do you know that? Bro, listen wow. to this verse, bro. <laughs> I didn't even put two and two together. That's oh, because right away I'm like, yo, this fucking flow. What is this? What is this from, bro? What is this from? And then I looked it up. 
and it was like, yeah, the YC racks on racks. I was like, I fucking knew it, bro. That's fucking. That just like fire. fucking like you're saying, bro. I just fucking bumped up the song more just when you thought, but also like fucking Rich is the kid, bro. For him to start the song, and he's just running. He's running that bitch. He's going, and then like in the what it feels like the middle of his verse. He goes, go, go. I was like, nah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, bro. nah, son. Nah, I ran that shit back, bro. I started the song over, bro. That shit was so fire, bro. I'm getting chills just like thinking about it, bro, when I first heard this shit, bro. And I still get it, bro. I heard like, yeah, I heard it. I heard it in the car. And when this song came on, like I'm driving around and it's just like I'm like, I feel like I, I was on high alert. I was like looking for cars <laughs> in front of me, not to get into a car crash. But then there's like little instances in the song, like you just said with Rich Kid's verse, when he's like, go, go, go. Oh. And then you hear the chants in the background. I'm like, oh my God, yo, this is fucking beautiful, bro. Fucking 20 out of 10, bro. That song, bro. Nice. Masterpiece, bro. It's going to be played forever. They know, he, Kanye knew this shit was something, bro. So, you know, they did the, the listening event in New York. I told y'all about it. The only reason I regret not going is the fucking song Carnival, bro. Imagine hearing that shit in that bitch, bro. Uh, when was it? When was the? Because they were at the UBS Arena in Long it was Island. Friday, right? bro. It was Friday. Was Friday. Oh yeah. yeah. No, those tickets were crazy. Those tickets were like two hundred dollars plus. Yeah. So, got bro. But yeah, that shit. And I saw little clips of them, like when they played it, and Kanye just standing there in the Jason mask. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, this shit is crazy, bro. He's saying in the Jason mask, and then the beat drops, and he's just doing his little Kanye steps, and then when it hits the go, 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 this is I'm like, yo, this shit is going fire. bonkers, and the crowd doesn't even know what's happening, bro. <laughs> you know, like just people with their fucking phones out, like they're just there, like fucking robot. Like, bro, shout out to them who recorded because I got to see the clip. But like, <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> like some people, like I've like. At the Cuddy show, bro. Like, I don't think I took out my phone once, but like, granted, some people want to get clips, live in the moment. But like, I'm sometimes I'm just like, I'm in it, bro. I'm just like, and yeah. that's one of the ones that I would have been like, yo, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> I feel like people didn't know what was happening, bro. Like, mm. they didn't notice what they were fucking listening to, bro. They missed the moment. Yeah, they didn't realize what they were listening to. Oh, and then maybe I'm saying that because I wasn't there, and that's the one one of the songs that I'm like, yo, but. They're going to be on tour. They're doing Rolling Loud, so there's going to be moments to see this. It's going to be, there's the buildup yeah. of the song right now. They're trying to get it to number one. So, like, this shit is going to be insane, bro. But Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I just saw that, too. They posted, Rolling Loud posted that they're going to be headlining uh, Rolling Loud. Yeah, I can't, I can't say anything else, man. This is my favorite song on the album. I think it's the best song on the album. And, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset at you bringing up Back to Me or Vultures itself or another song maybe that we haven't talked about. Carnival's the one that I'm like, when I was like, back to me, there's one that like just keeps, so I'm struggling with it. It's Carnival, bro, so I'm I not mad I think that's the consensus, bro. I think Carnival, the consensus is like, yo, this song is undefeated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It better sure. be from the fucking, I haven't really checked the internet to see what people are talking about, but it yeah, better bro. be. Carnival's going, Kanye just fucking tweaked, bro. But yeah, we'll go next song, Beg for Forgiveness. Beg Forgiveness. Yeah. With Stay Breezy, baby. Stay Breezy. Co-produced yes, by London on the track. Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah, I kind of wish Chris Brown was. I kind of wish he was a little bit more involved on the in song? the song. Yeah, the reason I feel like it just doesn't sound like him. 
I know it doesn't. Yeah, they use the whole different on there. Yeah, they use the whole little voice changer or whatever. So that's mm. what I mean. I wish like we had his voice. Um, maybe his voice with this type of tempo and the actual song, the way it sounds, maybe it wouldn't be a good uh union. But this song's okay for me. It's it's cool. I'm I see Breezy's your boy, so you gotta talk to me. <laughs> this shit was hard. Um, me and my homie were talking about it yesterday. I've never heard Chris Brown sound like that. His, he used his voice pretty well, even what they did with any like mixing, mastering, and like edits to his voice. Super cool. Like it was moments where I'm like, yo, is it him and Ty Dolla Sign switching back and forth? Like, mm. um, and just to like again have Ty Dolla Sign, who I love, Chris Brown, who I love, great song. It was nice to see Chris Brown with Kanye again because I know they've had their moments and shit right. like that. Um right. and then the the second half of the song is incredible. Back forgiveness, back forgiveness. That's it. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. I love this song. It's great. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was was Chris Brown on one of the versions of the of, fir- of the first Donda? Yes, he was. Right? Yeah. Okay. So they have yes. worked. They have worked together before in the past. That was part of the the beef though. Like I think he wasn't on it, and Chris Brown was like kind of upset at it, and then. As Kanye was wilding, he wasn't really fucking with him and shit like that. <laughs> As Kanye was wilding, <laughs> you know that's hilarious. As Kanye was wilding, no, no, I love, I love the fact that you brought up the second half and how the chant back for you. That shit is fire. That shit is fire. It's fire, yeah. Um, it has very much of cult, cult vibes, but mm-hmm. that shit is fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck um, with that part. Happy. The next song, um, is the song that we were talking about a little bit earlier. This song. Of Donna Summers, he sampled um, "Good Don't Die," co-produced by No ID. Um, unfortunately, had to take it down because of the clearance, the sample clearance. Um, but I like it, man. Um, when I was when I was able to hear it before he took it down, Ty Dolla Sign sounds great on it. I do like it as far as if would I put it as one of my favorites. I don't know about that, but it was just a nice little chill vibe. When I listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is a cool, this is a good song. It's a cool song. But I think in the sequence. Of things going back to that, you know, mm. we love to sequences and like certain runs on albums. That's our shit. <laughs> right, right, right. I think it was placed well on the album after Beck Forgiveness, leading into Problematic and King, which we'll get to next. Yeah, it was it was the nice transition to those songs. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, when I was talking about Kanye's rapping, this is one of the songs. Those last songs are the ones where I'm like, okay, Kanye is like taking his rapping a little more serious on these songs. Like, he's talking about something and shit like that. Problematic, then the second to last song, co-produced by 88 Keys. Uh, one of the notes that I had is that the way the song opens is very, it's very bound to reminiscent of just yeah. like, just like, dun, 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 and then it like goes into the actual song. Um, that was literally the first thought that I had when the song came on. I was like, oh shit, bound to, maybe part two. But, mm-hmm. um... So you were just talking about how in the later part of the album, Kanye's taking his rapping a little bit more seriously. And I actually have one of his raps here. Um, I just thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, when I speak my mind, it's going to be some lawsuits and furniture moving. I got to haul through like when you be moving. I got to fly to Japan just to be secluded. They did no damage. What I give them, no chances. Even when they get a chance, here's a panic like they know Spanish. That was kind of, I, I, I liked the little play on words. That shit was kind of dope for me. Um, this this is definitely up there as one of my favorite songs. Um, the yeah. song, Ye's rapping, Ty. Um, this would probably be honestly. 
this will probably be maybe top three as far as favorite songs of mine. It's a great song. I think it's one of the better songs on the album. I have to like put it in a different, I guess, section because the rest of the album is so fun and like just giving you like fucking vibes and like bangers. Whereas like these three songs, again, maybe four, it's better for forgiveness. I'll probably include that. He's like more taking his rapping more seriously, right? So mm. this one. I wish I knew more of the lyrics because as when I listen to it, which I listen to it often, is one of the ones where I'm like, okay, like he's saying little things like so the little bars you shared there, like things like that. Like he's very intentional with his rapping on this song, especially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can feel it. You can feel it that like when uh when he co produced this song with eighty eight keys, like he knew that this was gonna be a song that he wanted to rap to. And it has that type of feeling. It's not a party song, it's not a it's just a good, it's a good hip hop song to get your shit off. Yeah. I so. mean, even the, the title problematic. Right. And I think I'm going to bring up Pablo, which to me didn't really age well. <laughs> um, mm. There was one thing I loved about Pablo was that he did the same thing. He ended the album with songs like that. Mm. Real friends. Um, no more parties in LA. He added that St. Pablo song later. He did the oh. same thing. So like, I like that whatever like mindset he has when he's ending when he's creating his track list like that mm. it's just like kind of like it's like a re little reminder type shit I and mean, i like that like i talked about it when drake put out the extra six songs it's like yo it's a little reminder it's just like yo by the way <laughs> don't get it twisted yeah like, i can do this um yeah yeah great song great song um all right and then we're gonna finish it out with king um I was expecting a song like this, honestly, because uh, <laughs> um, we know Kanye's confidence level in himself with anything he does. But like you were saying a little earlier about like the things that he's been going through the last few years has been like real family stuff, real personal stuff, and the stuff that he's been saying in the media about anti-Semitic slurs and all that stuff, the Jewish community. Like, I don't even know if cancel culture is an actual thing anymore, but there yeah. was a lot of backlash for that. Um, but on this song, King, he's just talking about like, yo, y'all can hate me all y'all want, but I'm one of the fucking geniuses on this planet, and you got, I'm somebody that's an integral part of just life, and yeah. he's talking his shit on this fucking song, um, and I was fully expecting it, I was fully here for it, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I love what you said about the way he's ending albums, is like, kind of like a little reminder, and he's actually trying to take the rapping a little bit more serious on the later part of the album and the songs yeah i just, I, just li I like hearing him talk his shit because even in the early years of kanye and the eh, kind of, well even in college dropout his debut album he was still he still had that confidence of like yo i know i'm the best i know you guys need this even though right now the the whatever of hip-hop is like guns and you know 50 cent basically that's like the it thing in hip-hop college dropout he was like no i'm gonna be coming in with polos and all that shit and i'm the shit i know i'm gonna be one of the leaders in hip-hop i'm gonna change it i just i like seeing that side of him but it's very like I, I need it like sporadically but like when he goes on his media rants and he does shit like that that's why i'm like all right yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah talk to me i think sometimes like when he's doing the rants on the media i think because there's always maybe one or two things that he specifically says or does that is so insane like some of the shit he be saying like be legit shit like as crazy as it sounds it's just saying something that nobody else wants to say 
wants to say has the fucking guts to say it and is fearless enough to say. Right. Like there's been times where I'm just like I'll hear him in an interview and people like making fun of his interview or like, oh Kanye going crazy and I'm just like, yeah I kind of understood what he was talking about. <laughs> it makes sense. He's saying some shit. And then there's times where he talks about shit that's just like beyond my mind's <laughs> peak, yeah. you know. And it's like okay now I'm just like taking in information. Yeah. Uh, and there's times where I'm just like, ah yeah I don't completely don't fuck with that at all. Like yeah. I don't so, fuck with that maybe he has an agenda for saying it but he should have like thought about a different way of saying what he's trying to say but i think sometimes because he gets looked at that way like for surface level that's not where his mind is he'll feel like he has to say some blatantly wild shit (laughs) yeah because i have to simplify like this because y'all not gonna hear me, understand me, or try to understand when I explain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, like, what I've thought, like, as a fan of his, or, like, as I'm going through my, yeah, I think I'm good off him. Um, or, like, oh, I'm, I hear him. I hear him. Because all in all, like, through and through, I'm a fan. This is a black man, too. Like, I'm going to support him. Like, there's nobody like him. I don't think we'll see anybody like him ever again. So, like, you know, I try to make sure that I, like, take in the information that he's sharing, like, I just take I, a lot of risk. Yeah. Not for only himself, but, like, for us, you know, so. I just don't, I just don't like how lately it's just been, like, I'm gonna come out saying the wildest shit ever to get your attention on me, and then once your attention is on me, that's when you're gonna find out what I've been up to. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the, that's the, what I've been getting from him lately, like more recently with the whole Jewish anti-Semitic uh, joints. Yeah. Um, I mean, how's he anti-Semitic? He just fucks with Jewish shit. Uh, right. <laughs> so it's just like I'm just like, uh, yay! Like you don't need to go down to these standards, bro. Like you're yay, dog. Like what? You you could drop an album like Beyonce did, not tell anybody, and your shit is gonna be talked about. Your shit is gonna be going crazy, number numbers wise. So I don't know. I don't know if it's like him just wanting the attention. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know. Um, and I don't think I'll ever find out. But that's just who he is. That's just how he works. That's how he operates. So whatever. Um, I think it's a mix of things, man. I think it's a mix of yeah. things. Like probably him wanting attention, right? Sometimes we all want attention, right? We all yep. reach for the rose, but we're like, you know what? Like I want attention. Like how can I get attention right now? And some of it, I think what I said probably stands. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, I've done so many interviews where nobody understands. They're calling me crazy. They're calling me this. They're saying I'm talking nonsense. Let me just dumb it down to the floor and just say the fucking wild shit so y'all can fucking hear me. Mm. (laughs) This is what I say I'm saying. In the end, he's just like a fearless individual, bro. Like, he's very proud of that. He says it often. So, like, I think it's just like a mix of things. And, you know, he's going through this thing called life that we only got one of. And listen, man, I'm grateful, grateful to be alive while he's around. The only other collaboration album, the only other joint album that he has is the one with Kid Cudi, Kid Seagulls. And what a lot of people forget that you frequently remind me of is Jay-Z and Kanye West had Watch the Throne. And... Yeah, I just kind of want to pick your brain as far as like where do you where do you rank this w- among those three uh, collaboration albums? 
I'll be I'll be the first to say I admit it that I wasn't a really big fan. It's not that I'm not a big fan of Casey's Ghost. I was just expecting more. Um, Reborn is a perfect perfect Kanye West Kid Cudi song. I can't describe how perfect that song is to me. Um, but it's only one song out of seven tracks to me, and all the other tracks are just underwhelming. So I have that at the bottom of the list. Between Watch the Throne and Vultures, um, I mean, Vultures just came out a week ago, barely. So it's kind of hard to put that at the top of the list. I, I need a little bit more time um, to digest the album. Watch the Throne, it's a good album. Um, this is a conversation that I have with a lot of my friends. We've had this conversation about, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I want to call it a classic, but I don't think it's a classic. Mike and I, we actually had a conversation about this when we talked about the album. Shout out my guy Mike. But, um, yeah, Elena, talk to me, bro. Where where do you see this album in relation to the other collaboration albums so far? Um, yeah, I have to say Line Up Is Beauty. Uh, we spoke about this on the conversation. It being an event, like it was like a huge deal. Yeah. It actually happened. Kanye had just done, like, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Jay-Z, like, rapping his ass off, in my opinion. Like, I was, I always argue with this. Like, yo, Jay-Z had all the better verses. Um, <laughs> he has the best verse on the album. So, you know, it was, like, prime culture. <laughs> well, not prime Jay-Z, but it was good to be coming back, kind of, like, giving it a flow. Was that pre-Blueprint 3 or after Blueprint 3? I think it was after, right? No, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was after, yeah. Yeah, because it was, because, um, yeah, because Cuddy was already out, Cuddy was already out. Yeah, so, like, going after Blueprint 3, it's a little underwhelming. Yeah. Bad Seeds to Come, it's a little underwhelming. But, yeah, it was, like, he's back, you know? I think it was right at, it was after or before America's Game. I don't remember. I'm doing that math right now. Yeah. Okay, so, America's Game came after the Jay-Z album. So, like, it was, like, follow-up to that, and it was, like, yo, so it's like both of them like went way farther, right? Like it's them actually going after Jay Z on this song, on this song, gonna get something different. That's not it. Like they showed up here, this song came out that year, like it's just over. So for me, that element of it was like, although like a lot of people were being quiet about this album, a lot of people were afraid to talk about it.
with y'all because I have a lot of things to say but I'll tell y'all what well towards one out of ten I give it a solid seven there's a couple songs I fuck with uh, as I already gave Dario so you know my man Yeezy's up right now you feel me fuck Drake 